You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Let's talk about competence. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And today I want to take you through what we call the four stages of competence. These have also been called the four stages of learning. And it's a model based on the premise that before learning something, learners are completely unaware of what it is or what they need to learn. And then they move through four stages, four psychological stages to reach competence. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about this, but what I really want to do here is tell you about how it's useful in the buying cycle and in the learning cycle, which is how you should be approaching people at each of these stages and how it fits with your course content. I think that learning about the theoretical isn't necessarily helpful unless you understand how that works for you and your course. So let's dig into it and have a chat. Step one is called unconscious incompetence. And when someone is unconsciously incompetent, they aren't aware that the skill or knowledge gap exists. So they don't know what they don't know. I find that the best example to give for this is in a car. So driving is a skill that most of us learn at some point in our life. But when you were a kid sitting in the backseat of the car, you were completely unconsciously incompetent. You not only did you not know how to drive, you didn't know that you didn't know how to drive. You didn't know how much was involved. You didn't know there was such a thing as gears. You didn't know that there was such a thing as acceleration. You did, you just, right, you got in the back seat and someone took you where you needed to go and you got out the other end and you genuinely didn't know and you didn't care. You just had no idea of how vast that task was and that you didn't know it. You didn't know what you didn't know. It was completely beyond your scope or your realm of of knowledge, but it wasn't just that you didn't know how to drive. You had no idea that you didn't know how to drive. In fact, some kids are cocky and be like, ha ha, I could drive the car because you just don't know that you don't know how to drive the car. In relevance to your students then, this is before they realize that they don't know what they don't know. And this is actually a really difficult point for you as a course creator, because if your student doesn't realize that they have a knowledge gap, then they're not going to buy your program because they're simply not aware that there's something they need to know. So they're not going to go Googling for it. They're not looking for answers. They're not reading blogs because they don't know that they don't know this thing. You can use awareness. So this is where social media comes in. You can start to talk about these sorts of things. You can start to talk about your concept. You can talk about your course and your program and what you teach. And you might be able to spark that next level of incompetence. But while they're at this stage, they don't know what they don't know. And the only thing you can do here is outreach and awareness, because until they've reached that next step, they're not going to look for your program and they're not going to buy your program because they physically don't know they've got a gap and they don't know there's something else they could be doing. So from there, they move to conscious incompetence. So when you're consciously incompetent, you're fully aware that you don't know. And I like to again explain this. Let's stick with the car analogy, right? That you've got your learners and you're sitting in the driver's seat for the very first time. And suddenly it is overwhelmingly obvious that there is a lot going on here that you don't know. So you might suddenly look around you and be like, oh my God, I have to, there's an accelerator and a brake and I have to change gear and I have to check my mirrors. And I have to like all of those things suddenly become very apparent that there's stuff that you didn't know how to do. And you realize that you are incompetent. Hopefully you realize that otherwise it's quite dangerous, but there is that moment of realization where you go, oh my God, there is so much to learn and I just don't know how to do this yet. 
This is the perfect opportunity when we're talking about courses to start to reach out to your audience, to give them free content and and small price content to help support them, and then to offer your course and your program here too. When your audience reaches conscious incompetence, they're well aware that they don't know. And this is the perfect opportunity for you to provide them with your services and your content to teach them what they need to know. This is your ideal target market for your course because they're people who know they don't know and now are probably looking for a solution to help them learn. So once they've done that, once they've learned what they need to learn, we move to a stage three called conscious competence. And conscious competence means that you know how to use the skill or perform the task, but it still requires practice and conscious effort and hard work. Sticking with our driving analogy, it's when you first passed your test. So you've been to the DMV or whatever it might be, you've passed your test for the very first time and you sit in the car. Now you know how to drive. You've been trained, you've been taught and someone signed you off and said, yes, legally you can go away and drive, but it's still a very conscious process. There's still thought that goes into it. You might still um, sort of sit for a moment before you start the car. You might double check things to make sure you're right. It's that nervousness that comes with having just learned something that you know you know it, but you're just not quite, yeah? You get what I'm saying here? It's that nervousness that comes with having learned something new. You do know how to do it, but you're just not completely confident in your skills and competency yet. So with this conscious competency, this is an opportunity for you to provide ongoing support. This is the perfect opportunity for selling things like masterminds, accountability groups, and anywhere where your audience gets to come and practice their newfound skills in an ongoing supportive environment. They know this stuff. This isn't the time for a basic 101 course or a dummy's guide too, because they already know it. But what they're looking for is perhaps that next level skill set so they can really feel confident in what they're doing or the continuation of practice, accountability and support so that they can really build up those skills and feel like they've really got this. They know how to do it. What they're looking for now is that next level. What that does then is move them into unconscious competence. If someone is unconsciously competent, the individual has enough experience with the skill that they can perform it so easily that they do it unconsciously. Now, there is a bunch of things that you do this way, but let's go back to driving. Probably now, if you've been driving like me for 20 odd years, then what happens now is I get in the car and I get out the other end and sometimes I don't remember the journey. I started at A and I got to B and at some point in the middle, I yelled at the kids and I changed the radio and whatever else. But driving is just so a part of what I do that it is unconsciously competent. I don't have to sit there and consciously work out what to do at each stage because I'm so familiar with the task at hand now that it just kind of happens. If driving is not your thing, there are plenty of things you do this way now. Walking and breathing are some of them definitely walking, right? When you're a baby, you you learn to walk. And then when you're a toddler, you're that consciously competent, you're walking, but you can watch them put thought into each step. You can watch them think about when they get to a set of stairs, how they're going to approach it. You can see that they're consciously thinking through the process. And then we get to a point where we are unconsciously competent. I doubt very much that when you stand up, you think carefully about putting one foot in front of the other. It probably just happens while you're chatting, while you're picking stuff up off the floor, while you're doing a bunch of other things, because you are now unconsciously competent. You are so competent in this thing, you don't even think about it. If you've got um, people who are at this stage, they're probably beyond the need for a course. Let's be honest, right? Someone knows this thing so well, they don't even think about it. If you've got clients or people on your list who are at this phase, you could consider a high-level mastermind because now you'll find that your audience is so unconsciously competent they've stopped thinking about things. What that means is it's a perfect opportunity to talk to people about it who are at a similar stage in their journey to them to prompt them to start to think about things again. The problem with unconscious competence is that we become lazy. 
We just go, oh, I know that thing. And we don't even give it a second thought, but it can be a good opportunity for extended learning and extended growth if your audience is aware that that's where they're at. And if they're looking for opportunities to get support in that area, perhaps an ongoing mastermind where they want to really push themselves that bit extra, they want to stop being unconscious about things and really open themselves back up to learning again. The problem with unconscious competence is it's the end. It doesn't have to be. Humans are this wonderful ability for growth and learning. But often when we get to unconscious competence, it's the end. We don't go back for extra driving lessons to keep improving our skills. Well, most people don't. We just assume that we know how to drive and go along for the next 40 years of our driving life going, I know that. No one needs to tell me. I'm a great driver. So unconscious competence can be the end, can be a very closed off point. If you haven't built a rapport with your audience, built the awareness that that's where they're at and offered them opportunities to continue growing and continue learning. Okay, time for an action step because you cannot build a course by listening to me talk about courses or in this case, talk about competence. You need to go away and do something. There's a couple of things I want you to do here. One, I want you to have a think about your current audience. So have a think about the people who are in your social media groups, on your email list, those sorts of things, your current client base, and have a think about where they are on their competence journey from unconsciously incompetent all the way up to unconsciously competent. Are you trying to sell them something that doesn't fit their competence cycle? Because you'll find that it's really bloody difficult. If someone is unconsciously competent, they just know that they know it, you're not going to sell them a Beginner's 101 course. But on the other side of that, if they're unconsciously incompetent, if they don't know, they don't know, you're not going to sell to them either. So it's really worth having a think about where your audience currently is, what phase of their journey they're at and what suits them best. It's going to save you a bunch of time and effort of trying to sell something that just doesn't sell to your current audience. But it's also going to mean that they get the thing they need from you. They get the right support. They get the right service. They get the right program because you've really had to think about where they're at and what they need from you. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search content into courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time.